Welcome to our Living in the Garden podcast. We cannot even begin to express how grateful we are that you are here with us today as we share in our friendship with you and one another. You're here with Allie, Haley, and Taylor, and we are overjoyed to walk through this living garden hand in hand with you. Join us each week as we chat about authentic friendship, our struggle buses, accompaniment, and all of the happies and crappies in between. Without further ado, grab a cup of coffee or a rice cake, cuddle up in your comfy, and let the fun begin. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast. I am super excited to be here because we have a super special, sweet guest here with us, someone who Haley, Allie, and myself all are so honored to call one of our best friends. And yeah, I'll just let her introduce herself. She's so special and sweet. And here she is. Hello. (laughs) That was the sweetest introduction ever. I feel like I just won a Grammy. (laughs) You should feel that way. You're Grammy worthy. Well, that's exciting. Well, okay. Um, hello everybody. My name is Sienna. I've known Taylor, Allie, and Haley for just a year now, which isn't a lot, but I feel like I've known them forever because our friendship is so fantastic. So lovely. But um, we went to the same college, but we go to the same college, and I'm only just a little sophomore, but I'm glad that they took me in to be their roommate, because I'm very happy, <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of me. I don't know if you need to know anything else. <laughs> we'll get to what we really want to know about you soon, <laughs> but before we jump into that, ooh, let's keep everybody in suspense. Let's talk about our rose and thorns for this week. Who would like have to have my guests go first? No, Taylor, that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I hate <laughs> Taylor, teacher move. Give an example. Okay, Taylor, you go first. <laughs> okay, I can go first. Sorry, Sienna, for throwing you under the bus. I thought you might enjoy it. I was wrong. Okay, my rose this week is that it was St. Bernadette's feast day on Friday, and I just had the best day, really. Um, The day started off and my drive was so sunny. I swore it was like full sunlight on my drive to work. And I just love that. I hate driving in the dark. So that was just a gift in itself. And it was so wonderful. I prayed a rosary on my way to work and I loved it. And then when we got to school, I, I mean, we started the day off with mass because we have mass on Friday. So I was like, that's just a gift in itself because Bernadette's like most largest wish in her entire life was to receive the Eucharist. And well, I got to do it. So that was kind of just cool to live in that. And then we did like a craft and I read a book and then I went home and watched the Bernadette movie. So I was just living with her all day and it was so fun and I loved it. And I love just getting to teach littles about her. It was just good. So yeah, <laughs> um, my thorn though is people talking in adoration. Has any of you ever experienced that? I feel like, like- it's just, like straight up conversations is what was going down. So I, there's um a church that has adoration every Thursday and it's like right on my way home from school. So I always try to stop because it's like right on the way. I don't even have to like go off any roads. It's so perfect. And I love it normally. But this week I got there and I'm sitting on down in my pew getting ready to roll. And then these ladies are literally talking as loud as I am right now. Okay. And I'm just like, Jesus, help me to not 
go throw a fist because I'm getting upset. <laughs> but it's just like, to me, it's just like go in the parking lot. Like, is that even hard? I don't know. It's just not social hours. So people, if you want to talk, that's great. I love fellowship, but save it for the basement. That's why we have church basements, not the adoration area. So that's my thorn but I tried to forget and the holy hour is still good once one of the ladies left and it was quiet again sorry you had to endure that such suffering I know <laughs> making me a saint oh man okay I'll jump into it um my rose of the week was on Saturday um the woman that did our marriage prep she took me on a little bridal pampering day and so I got a massage got a manicure and a pedicure and lunch and my favorite coffee so really could the day get any better truly um it was just really a gift to be loved so well uh and yeah just have some time to relax amidst the busyness um my thorn for this week I'm gonna do a toss-up of three <laughs> one my credit card got hacked had to figure that out somebody tried to rob me of 220 dollars trash that is trash <laughs> um, second I see about 18 deer carcasses on my way to school and they're all like mangled and twisted. And it's just, <laughs> I find it really disgusting because every day there, I can literally count them and there's like almost 20 of them. And it's just so gross to me to see like deer. deer <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is so gross. And then third, the smell of ketchup that's coming from these <laughs> under the bus Haley. <laughs> I'm hungry and this is the easiest thing I could think of <laughs> what I had on hand. It's We're just going in sainthood over here. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> Sorry Haley. <laughs> Glad you're being well, fed. It was either the smell or my horrific mood <laughs> and so you, you got the smell instead. It's okay. We all would rather that I think. I, so too. I say that as I'm over a computer screen, so it's totally fine with me. <laughs> Sky um, asked if I could go to Walmart earlier today, too, or like right before this. I hate that place. <laughs> yes. Because she, we, her avocados were going bad and she eats pico de gallo and I want to have some too. So I offered it up. Actually, I really didn't. I probably should have. I was just very angry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, gosh, it's Walmart. I'm happy you made it through. Is that your thorn of the week, Haley? No. <laughs> Worse? Worse than Walmart. Let's hear it. <laughs> I don't, is it? I don't know. Well, I'll start with my rose. So my rose for the week was yesterday. I was able to go see a good friend of mine. I worked for her for a year in her pottery studio. And I was there for like two hours just catching up from the past year since COVID and it was just so good to see what she's been working on how she's been staying bu busy and how her family's doing and just got to like sit and chat and it was so good because I love talking to people and just like fellow people from the community you know instead of students it's just a different atmosphere too because it feels more like home and then my thorn of this week was Sienna and I went hiking do you want to <laughs> tell the story I feel like you may have a better uh-oh <laughs> okay. Yeah, you go for it. You have a better um, storytelling. All right. Everyone, close your eyes and imagine. <laughs> Taylor's closing her eyes right now. <laughs> I witness, okay? I'm ready. Just really enter into this moment with me. I was terrified. 
And so was Haley. Okay. I, I asked Yana to go hiking with me. And what happened where we could have wanted to? I don't remember. I don't remember what happened. But we, I think we got a late start. So yeah. It was like, so we got a late start. And okay, just a little backstory. It takes a lot to get me to go on a hike. Okay. I'm not a big. <laughs> hiking person or like going on walks type of gal but once I'm like forced into it I do enjoy it because I love nature and I love the outdoors it's just the initial for me (laughs) the last time I asked Yana to go for a hike she went with me and then after we were done she goes Haley if you ever go for a hike don't ask me again (laughs) (laughs) okay but anyways so the thorn this is what happened we're on our hike Okay, first of all, we get there, and it's like I'm hiking Mount Everest. (laughs) Not gonna lie, it was the steepest hill I've ever seen in my life. And we hiked all the way to the top. Now, we get to the top, we enjoy ourselves, yada, yada, yada. Time to come down, okay? So we're going down (laughs) this trail, and Haley goes, So it splits off into like seven trails, but this way is the right way. And I'm like, okay, I trust you because I have no idea what I'm doing. I've never been here before. (laughs) We're walking down this trail. It's supposed to be like going down the bluff because we're supposed to be going down at this point. No, no, no. It started progressively going up and we're like, this is weird because we're not supposed to be going up the bluff again. And then all of a sudden, so we're starting to realize that we're on the right, wrong trail, right? But we keep walking anyway. And it's getting dark. Yeah, it's getting dark. Sun is setting. Stars are coming out. (laughs) (laughs) We keep walking. And then all of a sudden we hear some like ruffling in the tree leaves. (laughs) And Haley goes, no, 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 just, just some deer. Look, it's just some deer. And we both look. The next thing you see is like, zoom, zoom. (laughs) Two massive furry coyotes running wild through the woods. Oh my gosh, were you guys like in the straight up forest? Yes, that's how Haley trains these days. (laughs) I was so scared. I joke about how- I almost did, but I had to pull myself together. You can smell fear, so. (laughs) I was so scared. They were so big, and they were running so fast. (laughs) I joke about seeing death in the face. I joke about seeing it straight in the eye, but never have I ever actually seen it straight in the eye until last night. (laughs) Like, I thought we were going to die. They had big teeth. Anyway, um... Moving on with the rest of the story. Sorry, this is going to take up the entire podcast. (laughs) But we're on the wrong path, right? The coyotes ran and we realized, well, shoot, we have to turn around in order to get back to the car. So we had to start walking towards the coyotes. (laughs) At this point, we are just full-blown survival mode we pick up the sharpest biggest sticks that we can find and we're hiking through the woods fully prepared to attack these coyotes if they choose to come at us but 
we made it out safely. Yeah. Oh, heart rate was just at like 295, but <laughs> oh, you made it, like didn't die. That's what Taylor's heart rate is at right now, too. <laughs> I'm stressed for you. I feel like if you're gonna take these trails again, Haley, you need to get like a permit to carry. Like we need to have <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> but that's Haley and I storing for the week. My yeah. Oh, oh my gosh, I take the talking ladies in adoration over that. <laughs> My rose, though, a lot shorter and sweeter, <laughs> would be today, we went on another hike. <laughs> <laughs> we went on another one, surprisingly enough. Um, but this one was actually very, very beautiful. It was with Allie, Haley, and um, Skyly and me. So just like a big family hike in the bluffs. And it was absolutely beautiful when we got to the top. And that made me very happy. Good little family road trip. Packed them up, took them on a hike. <laughs> wow, that was a roller coaster. Hopefully, everybody survived that ride with us. Um, <laughs> I feel exhausted. <laughs> Me too. I need some water. <laughs> All we have is ketchup. <laughs> Disgusting. Okay. All right. Now let's get to the real beef of our. Oh my gosh, this is so funny, guys. You know how I really love meat? Now that I just said beef, I'm reminded of it. I think that I'm going to start compliment everybody with um, meat, like, descriptors. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Like, you're looking rare. (laughs) How are you? Medium well. (laughs) I had this thought the other day, and it just brought me a lot of joy. Anyway. (laughs) of our conversation oh my gosh <laughs> so sad, but I had to um we are talking today about the theme of created to create and so we have a well, we have two artists with us sorry Taylor you and I are artists but in our own degree oh my gosh <laughs> we did not create well we were created to create we were created to procreate <laughs> I <laughs> quite sure but all right all right we were making this joke before anyway we're talking about created to create and we're taking a lot of different um quotes from saint john paul ii in his letter to artists uh but since we have two really beautiful artists with us we thought that it would be just a fun topic to jump into to talk about how the creator is revealed through his creators um and the creatures that he created. So we're just gonna jump right in. Um, first quote, he said, through his artistic creativity, man appears more than ever in the image of God. And so this whole idea about how a creator is revealed through his creation um, and in what who he is is revealed through like nature and the different things that he's created. Uh, so if you guys want to tell us a little bit about your art and creative journey yourselves about like what you guys create um and how you kind of came upon doing that that would be love so I am 20 years old I started like my little passion for art probably around middle school how old was I in middle school how long ago was that seven no (laughs) (laughs) that's not correct like 14 yeah but Anyways, the point of the beginning of the story is I started when I was fairly young, 
And then all throughout high school, I just like continued it, um, continued taking drawing classes, painting classes, ceramic classes, like you name it. Granted, I was actually very, very bad. I was not good at it, <laughs> but it was something that brought me so much joy and so much happiness. I just continued because I didn't care if I was as good as anybody else, because if it made me happy, I was going to do it anyway. <laughs> um, so that's kind of where I started. But then progressively throughout the years, like the more you practice, the more you get better. And so I don't know if this sounds bad to say, but I want to say I'm kind of half decent at this point. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> yes, she's very talented. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now I started creating um, Christian art and I sell it on my like little Instagram account, but it's been- Shout it out. Uh, we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Sia's Craft Shop. If you want to check it out. <laughs> it's not currently up and running because I'm in school, but at the end of April, it should be because I'm going to continue it starting at the beginning of the summer. So I do it during the summers, um, but that's a different story. Anyway, um, so I started this like little Sia's craft shop thing, and I noticed that people were actually enjoying the art that I was making. So I'm like, hey, okay. I love creating art. Other people like looking at it too. So why not combine the two and just like have a little fun with it? So I wanted to definitely um, put my faith into it all, just have it be at the center of it all because recognizing that this gift is from our Lord and we're supposed to be using our gifts to glorify him and evangelize to others. I wanted that to be at the core of it all. So that's why I chose to make like my art Christian based. Um, and so throughout the summer, I just created like a bunch of stickers, paintings, like cards. Um, what are they called? Stationery for like, people to write letters. And I sell them and people actually like them. But one fun thing, one like, I don't know. I don't think anybody knows this. I'm about to out myself, but it's, it's nothing bad. It's actually really good. <laughs> um, every single like customer, I guess you can call them, that I had that bought a piece of artwork for me, I would make sure to offer up my day for them because it wasn't like a flood of people wanting to buy my artwork all at once. It was just like a couple trickling in here and there. So I would make sure to like when they told me what they wanted, as I created it, it was like a full prayer process. So like I was praying for the person as I was creating their art that they wanted. And then it was just, it just made the interaction so much more beautiful because um, I sold my art locally. So I didn't really mail anybody anything unless it was just like a few people here and there that I would send it in the mail, but mostly, I would meet up in person with them and like get a coffee with them and give them their artwork and just actually have a real conversation with these people and like actually forming relationships and just intentionally praying for them and they have no idea. It just makes everything so much better. And it's just, it's just brought me a lot of joy to be able to create artwork, but also turn it into like a prayerful aspect, if that makes sense. I just think that rings so true to like that saying like if we wrap what we're doing in prayer it's going to be made so much more like fruitful and like you did that in such a real 
tangible way, like wrapping it in prayer. And I think that's so cool. Kaylee, what about you? How is your journey? You guys do very different art, but it's still like so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I think that's like at the heart of what JP2 is talking about when he writes in his letter to artists is that it's going to look very different, but you guys are all like encountering the father and the creator in like a unique way through your mm -hmm. art. So take us through your history a little bit. Yeah, so I think I started with art when I was very little. I remember coloring a lot when I was a kid, and I got to the point where I did not like coloring pages at all, which I find very funny because I enjoyed making my own. Like, I was going to draw it, and then I was going to color it because I didn't want to create something that was already created. And I learned that from a very young age, which I thought was kind of fun, but I loved, I like Sian, I took all the classes in high school. I was always in the art room, never had the chance. And I got to meet a bunch of, like, random people. <laughs> in like high school through that too which was really fun uh and then in college I really wanted to specialize in ceramics uh so I intentionally chose a studio art minor just so I can have an excuse to take like art um, ceramics classes even though they were not part of my major at all but I really <laughs> wanted the excuse to do so and just have it, it included in my tuition uh, so I did a little bit of pottery in high school, but I really started in college when I took ceramics one. And yeah, I think the first couple of years in ceramics, I was really still trying to get the fundamental skills down of like the firing process of creating it out of clay and then watch it transform into bisqueware and then stoneware uh, when I was done. But even now I'm still working on the fundamental skills. Whenever I remember my one professor, whenever somebody would buy his work, he would say, they would ask, how long does this bowl take you? And he would say, 30 years, <laughs> because <laughs> you're just constantly changing your style and making it different. Because it's funny, because I didn't notice this in high school when I would see people's ceramic work, but every mug has a specific style and design to the artist that's so different than the person next to it. Uh, for example, I saw one of my pottery friends work and instantly I knew whose it was. And it was like a random public place. But we all just have very different styles, even though it's like the same thing, which is kind of cool. Uh, but my work doesn't base really revolve around faith-based uh, content. I have been focusing a lot on the transcendentals of um, truth, beauty, and goodness, and how I can portray those with my ceramics work and just to show beauty in a real tangible way and helping people have a reminder uh, throughout the day of like how to live their life intentionally. And so my favorite thing to make is coffee mugs because that's like the way people or consumers start the day is sometimes by drinking coffee. And so it's just like a reminder of, okay, today's gonna be beautiful. And it's just a random reminder of like how uh, to just live their life to the fullest, I guess. And so my work right now is really based on, um, I've always been fascinated with the idea of home and how we can live in different places, but how some aspects feel more at home than others. So I've been kind of praying with um, all the places that I've called home and it's been many places. And it's weird because I really haven't moved that many times, uh, but just incorporating it um, like for those cattails and marshes that what do you call those yeah okay so I would see those growing up all the time so you'll see those in my mugs a lot or just the earthy colors of like the greens and the browns and the blues uh, I love to incorporate like just like the colors of the midwest and wildflowers into my mugs and into my other pieces because they make me feel at home or even the lanterns I make I want to make uh, just like living spaces feel more at home and I usually incorporate lines 
um, that kind of go with, like, I did one about mountains because I loved my trip to Colorado with Allie, so I did some carvings of mountains, but it's something that nobody would notice from buying it. Like, somebody bought that lantern last summer, but they had no idea if that's what it was <laughs> because it doesn't look like mountains, but that's, like, the idea I went into it with, and same with, I created the Sacred Heart of Jesus actually not the sacred heart of Jesus. I created like the blood and water coming out from the sacred heart of Jesus. And someone bought that, but they, they didn't know that that's what it was when I, when I intentionally made it. And so that's something I've been kind of doing as well, trying to incorporate faith-based things, but not necessarily marketing it that way, but some, that's my goal. Like in the August, I think is when I want to start doing more faith-based um, things, because I think it's so good in just a different way for people to learn more about it. So that's kind of a very extensive summary. Taylor, do you feel like just speechless <laughs> sitting in the presence of such holy individuals? <laughs> Literally, yes, because I just love how we all work so differently. It's just so good hearing yeah. the thought process because I think you two as artists are super good at showing us your thoughts through your creations, but you don't always speak it in words. So I just loved actually just sitting and listening to that because it really just helped me see into your minds and hearts a little bit more so thank you for being so open and sharing yeah yeah no I really feel like you guys are just in tuned with the creator in the midst of you creating yes like, and in such a unique way that we probably like wouldn't be as in tune with you and I Allie no I love it same <laughs> wow um we could end right there but let's keep going <laughs> um, okay so I really like this quote I said all artists experience the unbridgeable gap which lies between the work of their hands into the dazzling perfection of the beauty glimpsed, the splendor which flared for a moment before the eyes of their spirit. And so um, can you guys just take us through like how you encounter beauty or maybe just like what it feels like in the midst of creating something like physically with your hands and maybe how you get in tune with like the creator in that sense, but just like why do you love it and like where do you find the beauty in it? I'm excited to share this one actually. <laughs> so kind of funny backstory, Allie and I um, are in discipleship together and I remember her asking me this question of like what does the Lord feel like in your heart? Like how do you know when God is like trying to speak to you? And me being me, I answered with <laughs> the response of it feels like Vicks on my chest. <laughs> And it's very strange, but it's really true. Like, imagine you just rubbed Vicks on your heart and it's kind of like burning, but it feels good. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but like when I'm really in tune with the Lord, it's just like this overwhelming amount of peace that I feel in my chest, almost as if like late, late, weight literally just got like lifted off. And it's like a freeing feeling, but also mixed with a little bit of Vicks vapor rub. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, connecting that to like artwork and also when I play the piano, it's very much a similar feeling. And I don't know how else to describe it, but it's just so like lifting. Like say I'm playing the piano and it's just me and the keys and I'm just going off like playing some random thing and it makes me so happy 
I feel it like lift me up in my chest and like it's breathtaking. And also when I like am on the very, if, say I'm working on, I don't know, a portrait. I like to draw portraits of people. So um, I haven't lately, but I used to do it a lot. Anyways, um, say I'm like, I've been working on this portrait for hours on end. And it's like approaching the end of the, of the portrait. Say I have like 30 minutes left of working on this to complete this artwork. I'm just like going so fast and my heart is racing. It sounds so ridiculous, but it's so true. Like I'm going so fast, my heart is racing. Like I'm almost to the end and I see it like all coming together. And finally, when I finish, it's like, like, it's just, again, that freeing feeling like weight lifted off my chest. Not that it was like a burden, but it's just like, it feels good. And so tying that all back to when I'm in adoration with the Lord or just like staring face to face with the Eucharist, knowing that the King of the universe is in front of me, I get that feeling in my heart. And I also get that feeling in my heart when I go off on the piano or when I finish a piece of artwork. I think that's the definition of beauty. <laughs> Looking at truth, beauty, and goodness. There it is. Mm, oh my gosh, there's so many reasons why I love to create art specifically. I am not musically inclined. <laughs> you will never <laughs> see me sing, but I think it's so beautiful that Siana has like both like the art tangibly and then the music as well, which is super cool. Um, but the reason why I also love to paint and to draw as well, but there's something about um, touching, like the sense of touch when you're doing art that I don't get the same when I do it digitally. I took a couple design classes and there's something that's just like missing from that. There's like that sense of touch. So I think I really enjoy ceramics, especially because you watch a chunk of clay go through like seven different steps of processes through like throwing, trimming, drying, drawing more, carving, firing, glazing, firing again, then cleaning and scraping the bottom and then calling it a day. And there's <laughs> so many just like intentional steps in each part of the ceramics process and each one I get to choose what I want to create. And it helps me reflect on like my own life and how I'm being intentional with the people I'm around. And also, um, for example, if I'm not intentional with one of the steps in pottery or I tried to like trim a pot that's too wet still, it will trim through guaranteed <laughs> every single time. And then it's just like super frustrating when that happens, but it's like, no, Haley, be patient. And so there's different life skills that I learn through ceramics and like the perseverance that I get from it, but just like the sense of peace that it brings me even just being in an art studio or a ceramic studio and cleaning, I could spend all day cleaning and I'd just be so at peace and at ease and the best is when there's other people in the room with you and that you can like talk to too as well in the ceramics room and that's something I don't get at my home studio as I did at college and I really miss that sense of community that like a community of artists brings because we just collaborate and bring ideas and like share projects and critique and it's just there's something about being in a community of people and I'm sure you get that in your friend groups but there's something different about a community of artists also mm -hmm. it's yeah that's very true mm -hmm. taylor again speechless taylor and i be sitting over here just like <laughs> i just am like wide-eyed and like wow this is just a whole new world but i love it i know i might have to play this pod more than once <laughs> um truly okay one of our last quotes here 
before jumping into some advice. So JP2 said, in shaping a masterpiece, the artist not only summons his work into being, but also in some way reveals his own personality by means of it. And so how have you guys um, encountered the creator, God, more through your art, um, but also how has he revealed more of who you are through it? Or also to add on to that, how has he revealed more of who he is through it? You have three different roads to go down. Sorry, what you want. (laughs) One way that I have encountered the Lord more deeply through my artwork was there's one day during the summer in the studio, and it was like midway through the summer. So last summer, our summer plans were canceled because COVID, so I had to find a part-time job. And then I did pottery on the side as well. So I got to spend a lot more time by myself in the studio, which I actually really enjoy. But there's one moment when I was making things, and I was like, this is so small and tedious. Why? why am I doing this? Because it's not necessary. Like, um, it doesn't like art, for example, it doesn't seem like a necessity. Like, why should I be selling work when they can buy like food, water and like necessities basically. And it just seems like an extra add on that's kind of selfish. But then it was very briefly that I thought about this, but how the Lord kind of spoke to my heart of like, um, how he paints with like the stars of the sky. And I paint with, uh, dirt and clay and yet he calls my work beautiful and that was probably one of the moments where I recognized like even though like my work is small the Lord still smiles upon it and he calls it beautiful and just knowing that all of your works that you do don't go unnoticed and I went on some mission trips in high school and they always said small things with great love and this is like a small thing that I do during pottery that I do with great love and how no work goes unnoticed by him so that's one way. And I also reflect on sometimes how the Bible verse of go down to the potter's house and like recognize that I am the potter and you are the clay and how he's making me just basically new each day. Um, but yeah, and how he wants to form me and persevere through everything because I one pot always doesn't work out, probably one in 10 every single time. And it's very frustrating because you spend a lot of time. So let's say there's one time I dropped an entire lantern into a kiln bisquare <laughs> shattered all the way to the bottom and I just squatted down and I was like control z control z control z control z <laughs> <laughs> it was just, bubble 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 but that's undo if you don't know that <laughs> saves you a lot if you're in a design class but pottery it didn't work so well I had to vacuum out the kiln after that and scoop out all the dust <laughs> um but it's in those moments where it's like no Haley keep going because this is like what you're called to do so that's how I've encountered the door the Lord a little bit more deeply that was really good that was (laughs) (laughs) absolutely amazing (laughs) I want to say um well I know that the Lord reveals himself like through my work and I know that he like makes me new through it as well I, I can't say I have like a very specific example and I definitely like already touched on this earlier, but the, I also don't know if this correlates, but I'm just going to say it anyway, <laughs> the more that I'm thinking about it, like the way that I fully experience the Lord or like I see the Lord even working in other people, like through my artwork is when the art is complete and I'm actually on my way to go give it to the person and just the physical encounter with me and that person. They could be someone I've never met before, but somehow it's like 
I still kind of know them because I've been intentionally praying for them throughout the whole process of creating their peace. And then we actually sit down and have conversations. It's not just like a drop off drive through. It's like, okay, this, like the Lord is very much the center of it all, if that makes sense. So that's kind of mine. You know what's cool about that, Sienna? I don't know if this is like making sense what I'm about to say, but I'm going to say it. Um, so like we are the Lord's masterpieces, like he's created us and his work is complete when we're in heaven. So like once he physically like meets with us in that way that you physically meet with your person, like that's when both of the art is fully complete. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Yep. That. <laughs> you guys who are listening have quite a few things to just sit and ponder. <laughs> As we all have things to <laughs> ponder now. Allie and I have things to ponder. That was the we. <laughs> okay, so I don't even know where to go from here. Really, Taylor and I are starstruck right now. But I guess just wrapping it up, um, what are some advice or pieces of advice that you two have for like people who are maybe not so artistic or people who just desire to start creating in general? Um, what advice would you give them as they start or like even if they feel like that little desire in their heart yeah I mean starting off with this like me kind of going through my artistic journey as I said I started off and I literally sucked guys I was so bad if only I could physically show you the pieces that I created because they were literally awful but it doesn't matter because it brought me so much joy. And so if you physically want to create, nobody's stopping you, just do it, you know, just go for it. And it'll make you happy just because you wanna be doing it. Um, so I think like start there and just keep going. But even if you're not like, I don't know, physically creative, there's so many other ways that you can like, create um just like finding like that beauty like we're all obviously we're all created in the image of the creator so we all have this natural instinct to like want to create as well and so like yeah finding that thing that yeah for obviously for Taylor and I looks very very different (laughs) but like there's still ways that we're that we create throughout our day or that we're creative and so like finding that and giving yourself the space and the time to do it do you have anything yeah I agree um something that I kind of struggled with too is finding time to just paint or do art on my own but then I'm like okay what if I invite like some other girls to come and like paint with me and so you can make it like a fun paint night too if you like really want to create but you don't want to carve out the time for it to do it yourself uh but also find like your niche is that what they call it yeah, yeah. okay because fun fact I don't know if you've heard of charcoal but it's super cheap and it's really um it's more texture, I guess, than graphite. And I really enjoy drawing with that. So try out some graph, um, charcoal. And it could be like home improvement projects or home decor or Pinterest boards, or just find some different things that you enjoy to do that's creative. And I don't know, make your home more like a home for your art. Even like you see all these like five minute DIY crafts, that's creating people. Go do a DIY craft. It's so much fun. Or like tie-dye a shirt <laughs> oh tie-dye shirts is my favorite thing it's so fun there's things that you, you can literally splatter paint and call it art these days like <laughs> true if you're into fashion go thrifting and make it cool pants. yeah 
well there's so many ways <laughs> opportunities are endless <laughs> oh my gosh um well i think that probably wraps up our time this evening uh, thank you both for just sharing your hearts in such like a beautiful way and revealing so much beauty to us through it Wow, Sianna, thank you for taking the time to be here with us. Um, <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> it was a process, but <laughs> she no. sacrificed a lot to get here. <laughs> Listen, I really, really wanted to be here. Actually, it was on us. We didn't tell you the time. <laughs> we, we actually didn't tell you the week. Either. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea that I was going to be here tonight, but I'm glad I was here. And I actually want to share something that's actually pretty cool. I keep saying actually. <laughs> Sorry. Um... I was driving on my way to the Newman Center. And so I was, I didn't actually, I'm so <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't <laughs> pull into the parking lot yet. I was still driving there. And it was, the sun was setting. So I um, put down my little, what is it called? Like the sun visor or whatever. The sun blocker. <laughs> that thing. Um, and I had like a Jesus, I trust in you, um, like divine mercy, that picture and it fell in my lap. And Emily, our focused missionary, she actually touched it to St. Faustina's relic. So it's a third class relic people, okay? And I was holding it in my hand and I was praying it as I was driving. Like, Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. For some odd reason, I don't know why, but I was just like entering into that moment. And as I was doing it, you called me. <laughs> and you asked me to do it and I'm like, okay. I was on my way to go do something else, but I feel like the Lord wants me to go do this podcast. Wow. <laughs> so I came here. So people that love you. Podcast, which means, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's beautiful. I think that's going to wrap up our time for tonight. Uh, would anybody like to close us in prayer? I will. Okay. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Come Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today and the gift it was to meet with Taylor, Allie, and Sianna tonight. Lord, thank you for just being with us and to help us guide through this discussion, Lord, about how we are created to create and just there are different ways we can encounter you through our artwork. Lord, I ask you just help all of our listeners and ourselves this week grow closer to your heart. Lord, I ask that if we have any desire to create this week, that we make the time to spend it with you in our artwork. We ask all of this in your most holy and precious name. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Thank you again, Tiana, for being with us. It was literally such a joy. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. That was so fun. Let's do it again. <laughs> right. Bye. Thank you so much for walking with us today. We hope that you can encounter the gardener of your soul this week. If you haven't already, give us a follow on Instagram at livinginthegardenpodcast and tune in with us next week. Until then, peace out!